0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Purposeful Woman Podcast. Today, we have an awesome Tanya Target-Camacho, often referred as a media darling. Tanya is the former investigative news journalist turned video, speaking, and media strategist. She created a six-figure revenues in her first six months, and then multiple six figures in the revenues within the first three years. Tanya's students span 12 countries and have generated over 7.4 million in free publicity, appearing in New York Times, Forbes, Huffington Post, and Fox, to name a few. She is on the mission to change lives through power of story. Hi, and welcome, Tanya.
1: Yeah, Welcome. Thank you for having me here. And it was six figures in uh, 18 months, the six-figure. even better (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that all right so we would love to hear how did you do it what what is your story yeah well I was actually selling from stage which is something I never wanted to do I thought that only sort of those kind of used car salesman type people sold from stage like it just made my skin cringe And one day I found myself living on welfare. I was living in a beautiful house on the waterfront in the morning. And by the afternoon, I was living in a house, not even in my own name, and I was on welfare. And I had about six weeks rent left in the bank. And I needed to do something really, really different to feed my daughter. And the tears and the fears would wake me up at two o'clock in the morning. And fortunately, someone wanted what I had, which I'm a former investigative news journalist and award-winning journalist. And they wanted me to teach them how to get on TV and in prime time magazines and newspapers. And they said, look, if you teach me how to do this, I'll teach you how to sell from stage. And I said, no, thanks. And I walked away and I'm so, I know, right? I'm so blessed. They came back two weeks later and they said, Tanya, I want to talk to you again about swapping. And I now had four weeks rent left in the bank. And I went, all right, I'll try it and it changed my life. Even though the first time I spoke um, as a keynote speaker in front of a room of like 73 people, I broke down into tears and Victoria, I'm not talking about those kind of attractive, beautiful Hollywood tears. I'm talking about (laughs) can't catch my breath, quivering chin, ugly faced, embarrassing tears. But fortunately, people connected with me, and a couple of weeks later, because I was selling from stage, I sold into a small, low-priced forty-seven-dollar workshop. And at that workshop, I sold into a twelve and a half, uh, into a, a two and a half thousand-dollar workshop at that point in time, and I sold twelve and a half thousand dollars in just a few hours. And you couldn't wipe the smile off my face for three weeks because I had been living on $125 a week with my daughter. So $12,500 was going to look after food for the entire year. Oh my gosh, that
0: is such a wonderful story. I remember myself just not even going on a stage first, but I raised my hand at Tony Robbins event and it was like 5,000 people and I couldn't answer even questions. I was so embarrassed, but that's what really drove me to do that even more. I so admire people who can sell from stage and speak on stages. Well, we are having our own stages right now. So what will be your advice No, let's go back to the mistakes first what will be your mistake that you wish you could avoid it of course we don't regret about them but like what would that that one that you wish you could avoid it welcome to our short break where most people creating great content but not creating a great opening line so no one sees it the actual content let your content be seen by start using a proven pre-written set of highly opening first lines in our content matrix so you can attract more hot leads and convert more clients go to purposefulday.com forward slash easy content and get your 2021 content calendar using coupon code WordPodCast podcast to get 10
1: dollars off and now we go back to our guest Well, I think, you know, when I was invited to learn how to sell from stage, I'd already sold from stage or thought I had because I'd already as a journalist i had been pretty high profile and I'd speaking down the front of the room and then as a publicist I'd spoken down the front of the room and I try to sell people into products and it didn't work and everyone would always come up to me and go oh you're such a great speaker you're so inspirational you're so motivational but no one was motivated to open their wallets and so when I was offered that chance to sell from stage I thought to myself I've been there and I've done that and so I judged myself on my past failures or lack of success rather than you know going okay well just because that didn't work doesn't mean it wouldn't work you know going forward and you know I mean I sold in Australia alone over $750,000 from stage on that one talk before I even moved to America so you know for me there, imagine what I would have missed out on or imagine what your viewers uh, listeners are missing out on because you have these ripple effects right so when you go and speak on stage other people see you and they want to book you and it literally took me from Australia to America and then I was speaking on stage in Palm Springs and I spotted this sexy Latin handsome man in the audience and I'm now married to him (laughs) living in America
0: (laughs) that is awesome (laughs) okay so what would be your number one advice that you could give To anyone who is starting speaking or selling from stage?
1: My number one advice would be firstly, to give yourself permission to share your story. So, you know, uh, I look at the power of stories, and it's not that all stories are shared equally, too. So, what we need to do when we're selling from stage, my number one advice would be how do you need to connect to your audience what are the objections that they might be thinking so we want to show resonance and empathy what we want to do is we want to go back in our history we want to have a look at some of those stories and our turning points in our In our journey. Now, you might be thinking, and a lot of people do this well, Tanya, you know, I didn't, you know, I haven't had that kind of personal crisis. I don't have a great story, but you can't judge your story and compare it to someone else's. Because when you do share your story, and that is truly the only thing that's unique to us is our story. Because we may have all trained with the same coaches, we may be in the same colleges or universities. The one thing that defines us is our story but it's pulling the right pieces of the story and making sure that you don't do a tenure and that you don't share parts of your story before you've healed. So when I was sharing a little bit of my story from stage the first time, I hadn't healed from some of what I was sharing. And so the vulnerability turned into a potential disaster. So picking those elements of your story to create vulnerability, to set you aside and create uniqueness, but also that helps, doesn't harm your message. You want to offset that vulnerability with some credibility.
0: I love that. I love that. It's also one of my mentors says, and you just said almost perfectly the same, what don't reveal what you haven't healed. And yeah. it just like stuck in my brain for two and it's just such so powerful, so powerful. But how do we people start then if there's don't think that do have a story? So where to they find that story? What would be the places to go back or what do you think it's working?
1: That's a really great question. So you're, when you're selling from stage, you have a combination of two things primarily so you've obviously going to share some content but then you also want to you want to kind of wrap that content in some story aspects and sometimes an easy way to find your story is to actually have a look at your knowledge and go well how do I know that how do I know that where did I learn that and keep going back and keep asking that same question when I do story hunting sessions with my clients because I work privately with people on writing their signature talks I take them all the way back and I'll say to them Uh, Where were you born? Did you live in different countries? Well, you might think, well, why is that relevant? Well, it's relevant because it shows that you've had to rebuild, that you've had to pivot, right? And that can be really important depending on what your audience is that you're listening to. And I'll say, okay, well, now take me through your whole life and you're going to mind map this. You're not going to use all of this. But if you don't write down each of those points, it's like a filing cabinet. You don't write down everything that comes into your mind and you go, oh, no, and you censor it and you go, oh, no, that's not relevant relevant you won't get to the piece behind so use something like mindmeister or a whiteboard or even just you know a old-fashioned pen and paper and and go through it like for instance If I go through my childhood, I think about, you know, was I good in school? Did I do well in school? You know, was I popular in school? I wasn't popular in school. I was a little black duck. I didn't fit in. That's a really important part because a lot of people that I work with are little black ducks that didn't fit in. So that's going to create connection. If I didn't go back to being a white head. Uh, a kid with a British accent moving to Australia who skipped two grades of school and so then I was bullied if I didn't go back that far I wouldn't be able to access that and I go okay. right the way through high school too and so I take my clients and I encourage you to do this to go all the way through and just look for challenges that you had turning points that you had and struggles that you had and triumphs so that you can access all of these keep these little elements of stories and then What you'll do is you'll link them.
0: And I have my last question. What you're sharing is just so valuable. And I believe there is already so, so much that we people can take out and uh, walk away with. And my, we have a last question that I always ask in our podcast that it's the same. And I want you to fill in the blank. And it sounds like it. If you really knew me, you will know that I am ferocious. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. Precious. Thank you so much. So how our audience can find you and how they can get tap into the stories well i
1: have if you're looking to get booked to speak and you want to find out more about how to develop your story i have a free gift for everybody victoria when you're looking to get booked to speak to sell from stage you need a media one sheet and so do you need me to share that link with you do you want me to say the link
0: i'll add the link in the section below yeah in the description you can share it however it sounds like
1: (laughs) and you can also so that's a bitly so bit.ly forward slash media number one Sheet, so that's a one pager, and you can use that to get booked on TV and on stage as well. And you can also connect with me on Instagram, Tanya Target Camacho, and you can connect with me on Facebook through my video speaking and publicity Facebook group. Yes,
0: awesome! Thank you so much, thank you so much, Sunny. Thank you for coming on, and as always. Don't forget to text plus one four oh one three nine nine four one zero five to stay in tune with purposeful community. And I'll see you in the next episode tomorrow. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposeful with doubleday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time! Kisses!